Episode 33, Artist Carol Duyal. My name is Michael Delgado and I'm your host. I come to you each week from the luxurious library bar in the magnificent Mayfair Hotel right here in downtown LA. My appointment is already here. On the lobby couch, her statuesque back confidently rebuffs the gaze of anyone entering the hotel. A white Angora sweater rolls seductively off one shoulder. Her fine black hair knotted in teasing curls spills to catch a skylight's adoration. I get the feeling I might be doomed. But it's time to meet. You know Geiger's bookstore across the street? I think I may have passed. You know Geiger by sight? Geiger's in his early 40s, medium height, fattish, soft all over, Charlie Chan mustache, well-dressed, wears a black hat, affects the knowledge of antiques and hasn't any. Oh, yes, I think his left eye is glass. Hello. 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 My guest tonight is artist, performer, and worldwide phenom, Carole Duyau. As you'll hear, my command of French is, well, pathetic. Uh, but, you know, don't let that get in the way of learning about this fantastic artist. Duyard graduated from the School of Beaux-Arts Nantes, or not. I think she told me to say not with a T. She's part of the research laboratory Acte at Paris Un Pantheon Sorbonne, which is run by the pragmatist philosopher Barbara Formi, which, or maybe it's Formis. Her recent projects have taken place at the Lyon Biennale, the Ferme du Busson, at the Musée de la Lance, at the Palais de Tokyo, which is in Paris, at the French Institute in Algiers, and the Centro de Arte dos de Mayo in Madrid, Spain. And most recently, she was invited to participate in the first Oslo Biennale. I'm I'm embarrassed and apologetic that Americans expect everyone to speak English, but she is super sweet, super smart, and I'm really excited she gave me her time. Please welcome Carole Duyal. So we've been talking about like how badly I pronounce things and how unfortunate it is that Americans travel the world and think that everyone should speak English. But anyway, I am very excited to welcome Carole Duyal. Yeah. How did I do? <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I'm really fine. Thank you. And your, your, your pronunciation is excellent. Oh, Bravo. good. Bravo. Well, good. Well, we had to practice several times before we went live. So, um, okay, so we met last week at, at LACE, and uh, you were showing your film, um, which is Idir. Did I do that? How's that? Oui. Okay. Yes. And uh, it's based, or it's I don't think based. It's inspired by uh, a Bruce Nauman piece, uh, walking around in an exaggerated manner, or walking in an exaggerated manner around a perimeter. The perimeter of a square. Of a square. Yeah. Okay. It's a very very long title. Yes, and it's about as long as the piece is. You Not see, your so? piece, I mean Bruce's piece. Ah, you don't like it. No, 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 I like it a lot. But I mean, I like, you know, it's one of the things I have with, you know, conceptual art pieces like that or, or uh, you know, performance pieces like that where, 
in the first two or three minutes, you get it, right? Oh, yeah, I exactly. Get, I get it. It's and conceptual, then, yeah. Yeah, and then, and then you're subjected to the rest of it, which is the same. And then, <laughs> <laughs> but of course oh. it's a, it's but of course it's a journey, right? Like you said, exactly. There, and, uh, and you it like is. really start dissecting your own head. You're like you really unpack the baggage. You really go like, oh, you know, you, you start to really think about what you're thinking about. Mm. And uh, and so that, that then they're very powerful. Uh, mm. So um, I was curious that, oh, and, and, and we should probably describe that piece, the, the nine piece, which mm. was what, 1967? Yeah. So he would have been like in San Francisco. In yes, his, in his studio, in yeah. Like Mission Street studio, probably. Yeah, maybe. I don't remember the, the place exactly, the exact place, but I know it was yeah, in San Francisco. Right. Yeah. Okay, so, and the piece, for those of you who have not seen it, I, you, know, you can find it on YouTube under the mm, name that yeah. we said. And uh, it's exactly what it says it is. He is walking in an exaggerated manner around a <laughs> square. <laughs> But um, and, and then, but it's but this is interesting as from the cinematography point of view and and, and I wanted to talk about that with how you addressed it. Um, it the way it's framed up in his studio he walks in and out of the frame so it's kind of like he's resetting time each time he does it um, and then it gives you a chance to kind of look at like what's happening in the rest of the studio which is nothing. Uh, you know, there's a mirror, I think. I <laughs> yeah, think there is a mirror. mirror. There's yeah. a mirror. Yeah. Uh, which, you know. To focus on his body, in fact. Yeah. On his gesture. For sure. The, yeah. Yeah, right. Right. Which I'm assuming, based on uh, your work, is that what drew you to this piece. Mm. So, with that as a general introduction, <laughs> if, if you could describe Idir, which yeah. was in Al. Algeria. Algeria. Yeah, Algeria. Okay. Mm. So. In North Africa. Right. Algeria is uh, one hour by plane from the south of France. It's very, very close to France. It's a. It's the biggest city in Algeria. Yeah. 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 It's the main city. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, and and Algeria is. A city. It's on the Mediterranean, right? What? It's. It's. A it's a, it's a port city, right? No. Yes, a big big one. On the yeah. Mediterranean. Totally. It's right. just just uh, in front of France, in fact, just on on the right. on the, the the other side of the Mediterranean from France. Mm -hmm. So um, and of course it's it, it's uh, a next colony. Yeah. Yeah. Former colony. Former colony. Former colony. Former colony. Of France, from from of France. Well, but the well, they've had their fair share of occupiers. Yeah. From uh, you know early Egyptian people or Phoenicians, I guess. Totally. And, yeah. And uh, the Vandals, the Romans, the Vandals. They, they were cr they were cr crossed or colonized by everyone. Yeah, they had a bunch of people there, and then. Uh, totally amazing. The Ottomans were there, and mm -hmm. the Ottomans, the Turks. Yeah, of course, yeah, the Turks, but but it was there. really later. Yeah, but later. the Kabylian, the Kabylian. Right. My mother is is Kabylian. Is that how you say that? And that's that's spelled K A B Y L A, right? Kabylian. Yeah. And how do you say that? Kabyle in French. The Kabylians, which are the Berbers. 
Yeah, the Berbers. Yeah, Berbers. Berbers. And they are Berber in in French. But because they are the first uh, occupiers of this land. They were there there before everyone. They were indigenous. According to my mother, which is is Berber and Kabylian, Mm -hmm. they are the first uh, uh, inhabitants of all Earth. All Earth. For for my mother, uh, it's the beginning of uh, of uh, human beings. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. My mother believes that that, that yeah, the Berbers well, uh, are the first inhabitants of Earth. So, so I have. A and who's uh, to prove her wrong? No, <laughs> no one was around. <laughs> she could so, be right. No, but it's, she could be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just Screw say the fertile crescent. Where no, I come that, from, yeah. in in the state of mind. My mother's state of mind, you know, we, we come from a, wow, a very, 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 very long time. So I have a lot of ancestors there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, w- want, do you want me to describe the piece or to speak yes, about, uh, yes. about so, the, no, no, no. So the I origins? Was just curious. I was curious, well, yeah, why? well, let's talk about the piece. But, and, and then maybe you could be by that, you know, why that, why did you pick Bruce? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know really if, if what was the exact beginning because it's much more uh, uh, a ghosting story, as I, as I said last week. Uh, so the piece is just uh, the step of Bruce Norman, mm-hmm. which I proposed to Edir to copy, in fact, to, to, to do again. Right. No, was it? It's not set up as an homage so much as not just looking really, at, no. at look, using it as a structure. No, like uh, looking at it. No. Or yeah, it's it's using it like a structure, but it's embodying it mm-hmm. to embody. Embody. Yeah. Yeah. Now the question was, uh, in fact, several questions in in that piece for me. The first maybe is how an action which was made in years ago, 50 years ago, can be reenacted, but uh, uh, in French I would say reactualize. Uh, reactivated. Reactivated, but in nowadays, mm-hmm. it's really the question of uh, of what is to 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 reenact an action in another context. 50 years after. Re-energize, perhaps. Exactly, re-energize, re-body. I don't know if we can say that, but mm-hmm. uh, re-put on the body or something like that. But yeah. in English, maybe it's not We can really, say it in uh, French. We have French listeners. Mm, yeah, it's remettre uh, encore. It should be translated by to re-put inside the body. Mm. to mm-hmm. register or something like that but yeah. it's very subtle for me because uh, Idir in fact is he, he was a young guy when I when I met him uh, he's still young he's less he's less than 30 so he's young but he was 24 or 25 this the first the time in the film. yeah this is uh, the is performer oh, yeah okay. it's it's his first name Idir ah. And uh, I, I met him uh, during um, a test I made for another performance years ago. And I asked a friend uh, there in Algiers 
to present me some guys uh, who were uh, were okay to work with me on on tests for performances. So I met several guys, and between those guys, there in were Alger. yeah, okay. it was in the French Institute there, and and I met with uh, ten guys maybe young guys and I made photos and I made videos um, did you were with you them? looking for someone who looked like Bruce or did you not at all okay. no at, at this moment not at all I was working on on this gesture I spoke about last week which is the hitism mm -hmm. don't know if you remember that yes this action which is to to stay by the wall and to to do nothing mm -hmm. uh, on the street uh, but standing by the walls and uh, uh, spending time outside because you have nothing else to do, in fact. Right. So you're speaking, uh, so which is, I think, if I'm not mistaken, you're speaking about the, uh, the people in the square in which you shot the film, or, right? uh, or just in general, or yeah. if that's a term... No, it's it's a term. It's it's a, re, a language uh, term in Algeria, which I found ah. the first time in in a paper, a newspaper. Oh, okay. So there's a term which describes the the ennui. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Of inaction. 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 Exactly. Of a large percentage of population which is totally, totally. But they are all men. Not. Any woman does oh, that. It's really a masculine now. action. Okay. Because in, in the outside uh, space, you don't see any woman waiting for something. If you see a woman waiting for something, she's a whore. Wow. I know, it's really <laughs> radical. So I began to work on that question of uh, separation between public space and private space, according to your gender. Ah. Mm -hmm. This was the, the beginning of my research there, years ago. So. I noticed that men were outside and women were inside. Mm -hmm. I do it in the... It's, it's a big picture for me. Yeah. It's the beginning of all that. So I began to work on this this gesture, which is uh, holding the walls and, and this guy standing outside, and I regrouped. And they're, and they're primarily outside because there's just the unemployment is bad, or they're just hanging out? Or is the that both. Like the both. Both. I so like that's part of part of it is economic yeah. and social oppression. Exactly. And, yeah. But it's also a social practice. And you can find it uh, in all Mediterranean countries. They just hang out. Yeah. But in Italy, you can find that everywhere it's sure. sunny in Mediterranean. In <laughs> fact, you see uh, people uh, outside, of course. Yeah. It's not like that at all. What is really interesting is the difference between uh, the way you use your town here and the way the towns are organized in Europe and in Africa. There, everyone is outside and the people stand outside and walk a lot, a lot, mm -hmm. a lot, mm -hmm. a lot, a lot. You walk everywhere. So uh, in Algeria, you see guys everywhere. A lot of guys they are walking, they are standing there, they are doing nothing, they are uh, dealing drugs, mm -hmm. doing everything. So years ago, I, I, I decided to work on that gesture and I had this appointment with uh, 10 guys. So I began to, to make some pictures and I noticed this guy, Idir, with, who was there. And very, uh, I don't know the English word for that, uh, 
photogénique. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's a, yeah. In French, we say that photogénique. And I work on archives here. I'm here for that. But I was looking a lot to, to, to archives when I was in Algeria. And I was looking a lot to Bruce Norman's one. And while I was looking to Idir walking and making pictures, uh, my, I made uh, a rapprochement. Uh, a connection. A connection, yes, thank you. Between Bruce Norman's body and Idir's body. But it, oh, it went through Idir. It was really, I was looking at Idir walking and as at the same time I had on my head this Bruce Norman's walk, at a moment it connected. And, and the ghost of Bruce Norman well, they saw that. began to... Yeah, he's still there. Yeah, <laughs> totally. But, but yeah, the, yeah, the resonance ghost. of his work. Yeah, How's that? All right. Exactly, but <laughs> I really feel that I'm... Uh, I, I said that uh, next week, that I'm haunted. But it's, mm. it's in a nice way. It's not a, a, haunt, yeah, yeah, yeah. a haunting way, like a frightening one. Right. I have uh, bodies on my... I have some... some some a lot of thoughts, of course, like you and everyone on mind, and on this mind I have some uh, some fig figures, figures, and no man is one of of them. Mm -hmm. It's not the only one. Huh? So I made this connection, and I began to speak about this action to Idir, and to tell him, can you try to to work uh, like him? Can you try it? Yeah, well, when we began, the, first, the departure, I think, about all this story is that when we began to, to, to try this step outside on the street in Algeria, uh, I, I noticed that other guys around were laughing at him. Hmm. And this was very interesting because... Well, it is, I mean, he is doing a ridiculous thing. Exactly. N not only ridiculous, but uh, womaning... Yeah, he's swinging. Yeah, 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 a he's swinging, swinging one. Yeah, swinging there hips. is a question of the, the hips. exacted thing that exactly. he's doing that Nauman did is like and yeah, he moves his hips. Which, exactly, yeah. it's a very uh, swinging hips. Yeah, it's a feminine. Totally. Yeah. Uh, for Bruce Norman, it's not feminine. It was a, re a, a, re a relation to the sculpture, to the contrapposto mm -hmm. of the Italian sculpture, traditional one, yeah. very the sensual contra, one. The contrapposto. Yeah, and very sensual uh, pose, contrast. Yeah. But when I saw these guys, which are in Algeria, very proud of being guys and very uh, uh, heterosexual and very... Uh, uh, well, now they hear they call it toxic masculinity. Ah, interesting. Yeah. yeah, toxic masculinity, I really like it. But it was exactly that. It was There was this guy, Idir, which were really... Uh, S smooth, smooth mm -hmm. with his yeah. body, which was in, in a round gesture, in a smooth gesture, and these guys really laughing at him. And this was a point for me very interesting between mm. a, a, a quite uh, non toxic guy and toxic <laughs> guys, yeah. or something like that. I don't know how to, sure, yeah. no, to no, no, say no. it very yes, they were, even though they're leaning on the wall, they, they were, were ironic, they were laughing at him so. I said to myself, wow, this is this space of uh, uh, watching is very interesting and I want to work on that. And while I was uh, discussing with Idir, he told me, 
petit à petit that he was homosexual and that for him being an homosexual in Algeria was very very complicated to oh. to, to assume mm -hmm. because of this toxic uh, model masculine model so we began to speak about that so in my mind it was the link between this hips movement this question of sexuality which is whatever you choose of course but which in s in, in certain places in the world you, you can't do whatever you want with your sexuality right because in algeria you can go to prison if you if you declare you are homosexual so it's it's like a very uh, it's a very private thing so idir doesn't speak uh, At this time, he wasn't speaking about that to, mm. to no one. So we began to speak about that. So with this Bruce Norman's ghost on my mind, this feminine quest, this body, male and female, at the same question and all that, I began to, to really work on the gesture with Edir and to decide to, to make a reenactment of, uh, of uh, mm -hmm. Bruce Norman's performance. Uh, yeah, and performance. it's a powerful piece. And uh, I, I, you know, I enjoyed watching it, and it's why, you're, why I invited you on because I, you know, watched it and then uh, learned more about what you were doing. So, um, you're here now for three months, or no, you're towards the end of your three months. I'm quite at the half of my journey. <laughs> In five yeah. days, it will be half. Oh. Well, <laughs> I go back I'm to France on the first I'm glad of. Glad uh, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the best. And so it's it's built as uh, research, right? Here, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. You're three months here. Your mm. residency. Is it a residency? What is it that you're doing? No. Exactly. It's, it is. Yeah, it's a residency uh, with with a grant from the French uh, Ministry of Culture. Ah, well, yeah, yeah. Wow. No, no, it's very very interesting and very nice because I. Uh, Uh, I wanted to, to, to have this grant for a while now and it was the second time I, uh, I tried it and I had it this time to come for a research on performance archives here. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, half is on perf... It's, in fact, it's, it's in three points. The first is uh, the archives of performance art from the 60s. Because you know you live in, in, in the land of performance. You yes, know. I was going to talk about that. It's very important for me that right. because in France performance is not as, as uh, developed as here. You even have performance studies. We don't have that in France. Really? No. Well, I, well, I thought that's what you did. Not really. I was in a fine art school. Hmm. But uh, the body question in France and in Europe is not... Uh, considered the same than here. It's very different and it's very interesting for me to see how, according to what culture you are from, the body is not um, lived the same. Sorry for my, uh, the way I speak. No, 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 sorry. It's so very different to have, uh, to grow in a culture or in another one. Uh, you don't have the same body and the same link to your body. I'm sure about that. Hmm. So, uh, I don't know exactly well, why, but here you, you developed performance art since the 60s and in a very, very deep way. Mm -hmm. In France, it's not the same at all. In France, performance is really linked to language much more than to body. 
Yeah, I, I can see that. I mean, I, I don't, I'm no expert on performance art, but, but what's interesting, I think, is that there were, you know, the, the, the California performance artists like Nalan and, say, Chris Burden. For example, yeah. Yeah, mm. were, were influenced by, like, Vito Acconci. Right. And, yeah. And I forget the the, the the Herman. What's his name? The dude. The Paul McCartney. No, no, no. That's in Germany, I'm uh, Nietzsche. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Nietzsche. Nietzsche. Yeah, Nietzsche. Yeah, Nietzsche. Like the philosopher. Yes. Nietzsche. The same name. Yes. Like yeah. Nietzsche. Yeah. Hermann Nietzsche. There were the yeah, yeah and the he German would you know, like tie stuff to his cock, and yeah. it was just weird. And then. <laughs> yeah. Totally. He went to prison. Did he? For that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For oh. we because he were working with child and it was uh, very oh, yeah. yeah. Well. It was complicated and he went to prison at the moment uh, of his life. Well, some of those pieces I would have convicted him myself mm -hmm. just because they were bad. It's body art. <laughs> we called it body art I in know. Europe. Yeah. Until the king. Yeah. yeah. So no. Um, but this is so German. Yes, the, yeah. So the body arts, but I mean, in terms of. You know, you're saying that there was there there is a specific I think performance oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, aesthetic, if you will, totally on the West Coast. Yeah, but uh, as opposed to the yeah. Europeans, but that was still there was still a lot of very prominent European work being done in that regard, even Joseph Beuys. Yeah, of course. Right, mm. and uh, oh, no, of course. Was, those are all contemporaries of, of the Californians mm. and um, or West Coasters. And um, so, but you know, it, I think it was a little bit later that you're talking about that it really became associated with a, a, a particular uh, genre of California art, like the, around the high performance. Yeah, it's um, the, the magazine. The high performance it's seventy-eight. Magazine. Yeah, like the first like one. Late, yeah. yeah. Late 70s, early 80s. Yeah, but from 68 to 74, there was a big, big uh, moment of performance here also, but from mm -hmm. the feminist one. They were oh, very right. active, yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, this yeah. is very important because uh, it was really in link with, uh, with the feminist uh, mm -hmm. uh, revendications. It's really linked. And what I'm looking at uh, while I'm here is uh, I'm trying to, to find some unknown gesture, in fact. The one who didn't uh, go uh, to the books or to the big institutions. And uh, it's often the woman's work, of course. Man worked on the museum, Bruce Norman, Chris Berden, they were well known. Leaning up against the wall. Come on. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. No, right. <laughs> Leaning up against the wall. So, but this is That's just one, one point of my research here. The second one is Suzanne Sontag's uh, mm -hmm. archives, which are all in UCLA. I don't know if you know that, but... Um, yeah, I do. I, I'm, a, I'm from USC, so... Ah, yeah. And I'm very, very interested in Suzanne Sontag's thoughts and way of uh, uh, feeling the world. In fact, I'm really... Yeah, no, she's uh, brilliant, right? Uh, brilliant yeah. and also, also very embodied. She speaks a lot from the body and she studied a lot uh, phenomenology and... Right. I'm very interested on, on what she she, she she feels about what is to think and to be at the same moment. Mm -hmm. To be a body, to be a body, and to be a thinking uh, human being. 
I, I, I explain it not so, so good with, with my English, but I'm really, really very deeply interested in her thoughts. So I'm spending days and tomorrow I will go back to, to, to the archives with a lot of pleasure because I am spending days in the boxes there and in her computer and I'm uh, just uh, oh, wow. digging. Oh. I'm, d I'm like a digger and, I'm, uh, <laughs> and I would like maybe to work on her drawings because she was drawing. No, really? But it, it was just... Well, I didn't know. But no, because it's not drawings like, like a painter or an artist, of course. She was drawing on, in between oh, what on she was... Yeah, on the on margins. margins. And I'm very interested with that. Oh, be because I'm very interested on Marginalia. Do you know this book by Edgar Allan Poe, which is called Marginalia, and, and I love this title. Mm -hmm. It's obsessed. It's like my ghost, my no man ghost. I have several obsessions, like every artist, and another one for some months is this word Marginalia. And it's a book from Edgar Allan Poe I discovered uh, months ago, which is all the notes uh, he wrote on the margins. Uh, of the books he was uh, reading. And it's a, it's a whole volume. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, no, it's not a big volume, it's a little yeah. book, which is called Marginal, Marginalia, you can find it. Oh, and it's on the notes he, he wrote it on the margin. So I'm very interested on this notion of what is to be marginal mm -hmm. or in, in mm -hmm. the margins. And I began to, 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 to notice that Suzanne Sontag was drawing a lot of little uh, drawings. It's not very interesting, but it's portraits or signs or, and it's all, all along her carnet and her mm -hmm. journals. There is drawing everywhere. So I began to make some photos of uh, the you drawings. You don't think she's just bored when she's reading? Maybe. <laughs> I feel it's uh, in between. Maybe it's, it's empty. But boring is for me something very interesting. Sure. To be boring, I love, I work a lot on that. The, the moment you take when you don't seem to be nothing, to, to do nothing. Yeah. What, what is to be, to be boring? In fact, or, uh, it's just taking time for uh, escaping or... Uh, so I, I see these little drawings like escape, escapes, but also like an accompaniation of what she was uh, thinking. She, she was writing a lot on her thoughts. She was putting her thoughts on the paper. Mm -hmm. And with the thoughts, there is some drawings, but they are like, uh, it's nothing interesting, apparently, but I'm interested on that. So I began to, to look at that. And the third point, m moment of my residency here is this journey to San Francisco, because I want to meet there a, a research lab a design research laboratory, which is in Stanford, which is called the Ritual Design Lab. And they, they seem to work on rituals. Th that's frightening to me. Totally. That there is totally something going on in Stanford, yeah, exactly. the home of all the Silicon Valley Totally. They work with the GAFA. Mm. And they're researching mm. rituals. Yeah. That's like, yeah. it seems to me like there's no, no, it's algorithm uh, thing that totally, they, yeah. it's totally terrific and uh, uh, terrible. And I want, I would like to know what they are yeah. doing. Yeah, and they're gonna let you in there. I think so. I had contact <laughs> with them, and, <laughs> and I told them that I want to make an interview. Yeah. As I'm in link with the lab in La Sorbonne uh, in Paris, mm -hmm. 
I, I use that to say, oh, hello, I'm a searcher in La Sorbonne. Uh, I work on a lab which is called ACT in France. I would like to make an interview with you. Do you? Uh, and they say, yeah, Who okay. Who are you going to interview? I'm going to interview the two um, leaders of the lab, uh, which are two designers. And the one who responded to me is Kurchat Ozenk. Mm. Well, we don't have to name names because they're evil. Yeah. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs> they are very, they are young, huh? they are 40, oh, sure, 38 yeah. or 40 years old. And, really? I, I, and, and the, you, you even have an, have an app on your phone if you want, which is called a Ritual, uh, Ritual Design Lab app, something like that. And what I understood is that they, uh, they give you some uh, solutions for your, day, your daily life to live your life better. Right. W so while, by doing rituals, they invent for you and they will sell you, of course, I think. Oh, oh, yeah. But they work like also with Google and they Apple. Just, yeah, they just want to collect information. Mm, totally. I don't know what like they are doing. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds strange to me. So I spent two weeks there to, to try to meet them and, uh, and see. Now, had you, had you been up and down the coast before or no? When I was a child. Ah, mm. oh. So this will be exciting then. No, but it's so strange because I remember it very, very well. I was oh, really? eight. Yes, what? it was oh, in well, 79. Eight. Yeah, you can 79. And I remember, I don't know why, my parents decided to make a journey here with friends. We were 18. 18 mm -hmm. people coming what? to California. Yeah, to three <laughs> families. And uh, they rented uh, camping cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, sure, and yeah. we went through California for one month, and I was eight. And wow. I remember the, the, the landscape, and it was totally amazing. Mm -hmm. And I had that also on mind, uh, like my, my ghosting uh, thoughts, and uh, so I wanted to come back really for the light also, because it's you know it's the same latitude than uh, yeah. Alger. Oh, is that right? Mm. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I I, I knew that uh, one month ago when I was here. Someone told me, oh, but it's the same because the vegetation here, mm -hmm. the trees and the cactus are the same than in Alger. Really? Yeah. Mm. Just quite the same light and uh, temperatures mm -hmm. and. Uh, no, I know. I've been to Tuscany and we go there and yeah. like what? Well, it's like wow. I'm in Santa Barbara. So mm -hmm. you've mm -hmm. traveled half around the world, halfway around it's the world. Strange, huh? in Santa uh, it's like if if time and space were uh, the same everywhere. It's so, so strange to travel. What is really amazing when you are not American is that. Uh, you are everywhere, in fact, you Americans. It's amazing mm -hmm. through the planet how you influence. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, from the beginning of the 20th century, uh, mm -hmm. American model and, and images and imaginary is everywhere. It's really amazing. Very strange. Even yeah. in Algeria, even in, uh, in everywhere. You no, go. No, no. Well, well, you you know, are really. The uh, dominant. You yeah, know, but, the yeah, but economic power. yeah, but it's also fascination. There is, there is something with you from us, with you from the other part of the world. Also, there is something fascinating, and I don't mm -hmm. understand really. Uh, what is it? Is, is it only economic, or I don't know? I'm not sure. No, I don't. I don't think it's purely economic. I think you know because we're only honestly just barely two hundred plus years old. And mm -hmm. the other countries, 
such as yourselves, I mean, have you know, thousands of years mm. of, of rule mm. in a different way. Mm. And the democratic experiment, I think we're still experimenting. Oh, yeah. You know, like the current bullshit we have with the, the jerk in office is a real test. It's interesting. Democracy, yeah, right? Okay. And so, if you think about it for like 200 years, which is what we've been talking about when we've been able to influence things, which we really haven't been able to influence, maybe only the last hundred. It's interesting. And so, now, you know, I think it's still very much an experiment. Because if you look at the other, other um, models, and, and, and they've been incredibly violent, of course. Mm. Um, our own included um, that you know there's there's like there's some level of hope and then to have the jerk in office right now like dash some of those hopes and dash what you know supposedly these principles we were founded on thankfully to the French by mm. the way, which is crazy because you know like I the, you, we would not, America would not be if the French did not fund the revolution. Oh, wow. Which, which you may or Yeah, may we not are know. really a. Uh, everyone. Knew that, right? Yeah. Not really. Yeah. What do no, you mean with that? Okay, so like when. You mean historically? So, yeah. So in, in the American Revolution, when we, you know, yeah. told the British to fuck off, we we could not have won the revolution without the French. The mm. French funded uh, the yeah. revolution. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. didn't colonize us after that. Oh, they I just see. gave us the way because they hated the British. So they made the British fight on two fronts. You guys are fighting with the Brits at the mm. same time. Mm. And so they're like, oh, well, hey, we just throw a few a few bucks at these, <laughs> <laughs> these stupid Americans. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's But there was a key battle, even around the, the battle of, uh, around, it's not Yorktown, but uh, in New York, actually proper ah. New York, that the, the, um, the French fleet came and... And, uh, Don't ask me the name of, of war battles. And, and you know, when everybody forgets you. that, they're like, oh, oh. Yeah, we, just, we, we were just the Americans. I'm like, no, we had some really big help. <laughs> it's very interesting. Yeah. Because in France, that's true that we are uh, revolutionary people. Yeah, we're revolutionary. Right? We continue to, 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 to be that, but... Uh, no, it's funny, I had a, a, a British friend of mine She's like, what's your obsession with guns and stuff? Mm. And like, which is weird. I agree. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah. I'm like, we're just revolutionary people. We don't want to have our guns taken away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, la, la. No, but this gun, this gun uh, stuff is so, so strange. For no, us. it's crazy. But if you look at it from that perspective, if you say, and I agree. I mean, I think there should be restrictions. But if you look at it, it's like, yeah, you know, it's like 150 years ago. It's like, don't fucking take my gun, bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you are really cowboys, and, and well, you no, are no, still. Well, no, cowboys uh, were much later. I mean, it was like, you know, there's a revolutionary spirit. It's like. Ah, you think you, you, you make a link between that and guns? I'm sorry? You make a link between that and guns. Yeah, the Western thing, ah. I think, was an outgrowth of just an independent spirit that, you know. It's very paranoid, also, no? Well, perhaps. 
you, it means that you, you, you think you can be uh, wounded or attacked uh, from everyone? No, 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 I don't think that has anything to do with it at all. And I don't own any guns, but I... I oh, of course, uh, I hope so. Well, you said that, but... <laughs> You can't be. You Sometimes can't. in car, you know, in France, everyone is shouting at 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 everyone, and I was thinking here maybe everyone is silent because you, you don't know if the guy <laughs> in the car has a gun or not. So let's be no, silent no. because in France, we, if we had guns, we would kill each other all day. You've been listening to A.G. Geiger Presents Tales from the L.A. Art Underworld. My guest tonight has been Carole Duyard. You can learn more about Carole at caroleduyard.com, which is C-A-R-O-L-E-D-O-U-I-L-L-A-R-D.com. And we'll have links at aggeiger.com as well. A.G. Geiger Presents is produced by me, Michael Delgado, in conjunction with the Mayfair Hotel, the music and artist management company Regime 72, and A.G. Geiger Fine Art Books. Check us out at MayfairLA.com, Regime72.com, and of course, A.G. Geiger.com. Thanks for listening.